0: And welcome, everyone, to the penultimate regular episode of Club k Wrestle Talk, the free version. This show will be coming to an end with one more regular episode just like this next week, and then a grand finale episode, at which point you will have to catch us on Patreon from here on out. I am Chris O'Meally, and I am joined by my friend, Dan Peck, who's been podcasting with me since that day one is H.
1: Actual day one.
0: Actual day one. As we wrap up the show and start to come to an end, I just want to remind you guys really quickly that if you'd like to continue to play Points or Consequences, we will be creating that game in a new version, although not really. It's pretty much going to be the same game, just a different point system, and less wrestling topics over on the nerd table. And you can join that fan community here. Want to encourage as many people to sign up as possible. Uh, Dan did point out to me earlier today, as we were talking that there might be a disconnect with the whole fact that we're changing formats. And I get that. I was thinking about that a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I understand that. And sometimes change can be somewhat of a, of an annoyance, especially when you're used to something a certain way and, So I totally get that, and I know not everyone's going to be on board with this. And I do know that we might lose some fans and might have to work to gain them back. So for those of you who are sticking with us, thank you very much. And for those who may not be or may be on the fence, I would like to encourage you guys to check out the Nerd Table because there is a lot more to talk about than just pro wrestling. There will be a little bit of wrestling talk on it. Probably not that much, but it'll be there. And honestly, I think you guys should check out the show just because I think Eric has been a phenomenal podcasting co-host to work with. I've very much enjoyed working with him. I know him and Dan got along very well. And we even had a good time playing Among Us last weekend.
1: And And playing Among Us tomorrow.
0: Yes. Extra Life, as we record this episode on Friday evening, Extra Life will be the following day. Please make sure you guys check out the stream I'll be broadcasting on my Facebook. You'll be able to watch the game from my point of view, however, you won't hear me talk when I'm dead because I'm not gonna go through the hassle of just muting myself on the server and then all that stuff. so you'll know, get to when I'm a ghost, I'll be quiet, but but I'm looking forward to that. We had a blast playing that last week by the way, or. I mean, I know I did. I, I'll even say this, and I I believe I said this in either our Discord channel or maybe on just on social media, but I said that was the most fun I think I, I've had playing a video game with friends since, like, Goldeneye on N64. Like, I had such a good time playing that game. I thought that it's just, it's so easy to pick up and play. Everybody was having fun. What do you think,
1: Dan? Did you have a good time? A good time was had by all. Yeah.
0: But well, uh, you guys can be a
1: little cheat. And you can see what I'm doing as well. So you'll know if Chris and I are sus. Please don't make me turn off the chat. I don't want to
0: have to turn off the chat for the stream. So please, please don't do that. I think most people will be... I mean, when you have get the right players, nobody's going to be like that. And you know what? And I can also check the chat and see if anybody's being a jerk in it. <laughs> so, you know, just saying. Um, I, I do... <clears throat> I do uh I, I do know it's it has been a policy of ours to not talk about politics at all on this show, but I just want to point out as I look at the interactive map of red and blue that Team Instinct still hasn't taken any fucking gyms Ha <laughs> ha wow. Fucking losers. Team <laughs> Instinct are still they're, they're still losers, yellow team. Fucking get good already. I mean, I'm just saying, Mystic and Valor are all over the place, but Instinct? Pff, nowhere. I got no gyms.
1: They got, got no, no gyms.
0: Gym. You got no gyms, son. No gyms. Pff. Pff. Ah, yeah. So, the reason we're also killing time right now is because there's, like, no fucking wrestling news this week. So, uh, let's quickly uh, recap what's happened in CKCC Radio as we move forward here. When this show comes to an end, we are going to launch a brand new show called Girls Who Like. That's going to be the filler for this show. Two girls will be discussing all things MMA as well as some pro wrestling involved there. But they're also going to talk about video games and horror and other stuff. Girls Who Like, exactly. Our first female-hosted show on CKCC Radio. I think that'll be really popular. Hope you guys will be checking that one out uh i've also dedicated myself to bringing back stupid sexy podcast from hiatus again that was my decision and my fault that we haven't had a new episode in a couple of weeks now that was entirely on me for scheduling issues what we're gonna do is dan and i are gonna record our vip wrestle talk patron show back to back with stupid sexy podcast and we're gonna release them the same night so that'll probably still be a Friday thing, and if it does become a Saturday thing, it's a Saturday thing. But it'll be one of those two, those two days there. And uh and that's an easy one to to push back and push around. I, I would like to release more of them just because we're reviewing one episode per show that's still going on for 32 seasons. But let's kind of get ourselves back into a groove here. Because I do have other creative ventures I do need to explore. I do want to do more streaming, and I really want to get my writing off the ground. I've actually made some progress there, and then that ended up going on hiatus with the launch of the nerd table. So that's that's again that that is all on me. I'm not blaming anybody for that. But it's one of those things where I just I'm taking it one step at a time here. You know what I mean? Let's let's organize, let's move forward, and then I will make that progress and I'll make those changes. Remember that. Episodes of Real Paranormal Talk and Ranking Tracks with Jeff Trelowitz air every single week. It's an alternating weeks. You'll always get a new show by Jeff, whether it's paranormal or music. Well, it's whatever one you didn't hear last week. Another backlog episode of J. Bunny's Music Hub just went up. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm still getting over my non-COVID. Uh, motivational moves. What Adrian Cotton just released on the first of the month. Actually, I believe I put it up on the second this month. But yes, that has that has been put up, so you can check that out. And the board to death binge cast. How did uh, how did he word that again? I thought that was freaking brilliant. Was uh, Mandalorian stuff, right? Yeah, he called it. Uh, yeah, the board to death clan. A part of the CKCC radio podcast tribe, and I thought that was absolutely brilliant. So we're going to start calling the hosts of Board to Death Binge Cast the clan, the Board to Death clan. And a new episode will actually be releasing as we record this because I scheduled it to release at 8 o'clock tonight. And as we record this, we will pass 8 o'clock in the evening, so you'll be checking that out. And the new Race Nerd podcast just dropped uh, about an hour ago as we record this with uh, Matt Hardman. That's all the stuff that you can check out. So yeah, that's, that's the plan moving forward. Even though we're ending this show, there'll be another show to fill that void. And for five bucks a month, you can sign up for our patron channel and still hear Dan and I review classic wrestling and some music videos each and every week. In fact, we'll go ahead and I'll do that plug right now. This week we're doing Survivor Series 1990, which, as you guys know, was the debut of The Undertaker. And uh, I know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself on trivia here, but they just said this year's Survivor Series is going to be a 30-year culmination of The Undertaker's career. Really sucks that it's happening in front of no fans, but it's also probably a really cool thing to witness, so... I'm looking forward to that. I do like Survivor Series. Do you, do you find that to be a pretty fun event overall?
1: It's fun the first time you watched it. As we will find out in the patron show.
0: Uh, yeah, it sounds like we're on the same page with that one. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely.
1: kind of a gimmick that's like, of the moment, and once you know what's going to happen, or anything yeah. like that, you kind of am not invested at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll stipulate to that too.
1: It's kind of just like, oh wait, when does this match end? Oh wait, this is a four on four. This is going to be twenty five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, damn. All righty. Um, as we uh, as we move ahead here. We're gonna do a, a quick trivia question, and then we'll do our last trivia question of the regular show. Although we'll definitely keep doing trivia on Nerd Table, and maybe on the Patreon Show too. We might do some wrestling exclusive trivia.
1: Trivia brought to you by nobody. Uh, so brought, brought to you by, by EC holders. Travel.
0: It's, kind of, <clears throat> it's <last> kind, <throat> kind of too late to get a sponsor on this show. But. <laughs> Sorry, Adrian. Anyway, last week's question was, who was the first American to be AAA mega champ? I do not know, but I would guess Eddie or Art Bar?
1: That title is not that old. It is oh. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was not, and it was only like 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, well, goddamn, okay.
0: See, I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, you know where, you know where I was going with that. All right. And you got a good one for this week?
1: Who was the uh, first person to actually win the WWF Intercontinental Championship?
0: No, wait, wait, hold on a second. Everybody knows the answer to that. Obviously, it was Pat Patterson, right? Right? If you
1: didn't see it happen, it didn't happen. Because it didn't happen?
0: Yeah, do you, does anybody actually know the, the whole the whole story behind that?
1: The, the, a, about, there's a tournament in Rio de Janeiro of wrestlers from North America and South America or whatever. Yeah.
0: What actually happened was he had defeated Ted DiBiase to win the WWF North American Heavyweight Championship. In Allentown, in Allentown Pennsylvania.
1: Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, and then they said that he defeated Johnny Rods in a some fictional tournament final that happened in Rio. That was to for unify, a
1: South American title.
0: That was to unify it to create the Intercontinental Championship. So, yeah. So basically, it's so basically they they retired an old title and just created a new one to make it seem more important. But Pat Pat didn't actually win the Intercontinental Championship. He just kind it just kind of became a re So who was the first actual person to do it? I mean, I know the answer, but do you?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you were wondering, the first seven champions were at house shows. Yes. I'll get. I'll give y'all a
0: hint. He was hungry, hungry at one point. Mm. <laughs> That's a
1: wrestle <Russell> crab throwback. <laughs> hungry, hungry. I'm just saying, he was so hungry. He threw a big rock through a McDonald's window to get in and get food. <laughs> That's a great story.
0: All right, so that's your uh, your big old trivia question here. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to stretch this episode to to fill to fill topics. And it
1: was here. back when they were with the National NWA. <laughs> that's yeah. how long it was.
0: So let's, let's talk about as much of the news that we actually can talk about here. Let's start with this one. What do you make of the rumor that... <laughs> Marvel Studios along with Disney obviously would is potentially creating their own wrestling promotion specifically a lucha libre style promotion. What would you I make? I heard that there was
1: like they were doing a show and they had a couple wrestler ideas. I also recently saw pop vinyls of Marvel <laughs> characters recreated as lucha Dorms. Those are cool. There's, like, a Hulk luchador and a Spider-Man luchador. Um, that's interesting. I, I mean, I'm sure it will be interesting, but it's going to be some kitty crap. <laughs> so,
0: but it's probably that, not for us. Is that necessarily
1: a bad thing, though? uh I, I mean i think it's gonna be great for as like a kids at entertainment probably it'd be super cool
0: i mean would you would you be opposed to like if they had wrestlers portraying marvel characters or disney characters in matches kind of like the uh there's a there's a promotion in pa in jersey that does cosplay wrestling where they they dress up as the fictional
1: characters and then they just have matches I don't know. It seems kind of... That would seem kind of dumb. If it was like a Lucha Libre character that's based on it, like if there's a Wolverine based Luchador and not just a Wolverine Luchador, you know what I mean? The distinction yeah. yeah, yeah. There? But at the same time, I think I would
0: prefer that they just they come out looking like the characters but then wrestle as themselves because if you try to if you try to make it too fictionalized, you're just going to hurt yourself in the end. Like, if you have somebody come out dressed like, say, Spider-Man, and he's not doing actual web shit, then... Why
1: you just shoot your webs up there?
0: Yeah. Oh, that story's fucking hysterical. You know that story, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I've told see, that one before. Which means it had to happen in, like, 2007, because that's... How long after that movie came no, out? No, it, it, uh, it was, uh,
0: it was the Jericho Triple H Hell in the Cell at the Judgment Day that year. It was, it was actually right after the Spider-Man movie had come out and Vince actually saw it. And he was like, just shoot your webs up there. Ha ha. Cause they were, they are like, how are we going to get on top of the cell? Vince, do you have any ideas? And then they're like, Triple H is like, yeah, we're not, I'm not asking him for any more ideas for this match. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. I think, uh, I think they can make it work. And yeah, and you know what? Here's the other thing. If it's four kids, right? That, and, you know, the whole WWE thing, well, we want to appeal to the kids and they actually get the fan base on kids. WWE then has two choices. They can either double down on being PG, even though they're kind of getting away for it, or they can be like, all right, let them have the kid audience and we'll do the the hybrid product. We'll have shit that appeals to kids and we'll have shit that appeals to adults. Which is what they should be doing anyway. So, so maybe it uh, may not be the worst thing in the world. I don't know. Would be interesting. Lots of licenses to draw upon for. Yeah, but you know what? If they can do it, then just do it. Why the hell not? Why the hell not?
1: El Wolverino.
0: El Wilverino. Which means you know that there's going to be like an Elsa
1: competing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just redo the entire storyline. Yeah, that would
0: be ridiculous. But you know what? Stranger things have happened in wrestling. Okay, I gotta ask you this. Did you see
1: the viral clip of the wrestler who broke both his legs? No, I did not. But I have heard what you're going to say next. (laughs) Yeah, so the dude jumps
0: off the middle ropes and literally broke both of his legs. They literally snapped forward and were just flinging around. Like, absolutely gruesome injury. Well, there is a GoFundMe out there to help this kid out. Which is nice, considering they are considering amputating both of his legs. That's how bad the injury
1: is. So, you tell me, that Dustin Thomas is about to get a tag partner? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So here's the here's the thing. Like, because it's so it's so hard to watch the actual clip. That's why I actually put a gruesome warning on it because it's it's uglier than the Sid leg break I'll say that like way uglier
1: um well I imagine because he's like in a hole in a wall indie right so he's not like even wearing he may
0: not even be in an indie dude that might have been a backyard thing even worse like so here's here's the the thing don't ever come at me and tell me that well wrestling is fake and it's all it's not like there could actually get hurt anyway you can get hurt doing the simplest shit in wrestling so show, I don't care how backyard this guy was and how idiotic he was or whatever. I mean, it's not like he did a crazy high spot that he didn't need to do. He was literally doing something all the other wrestlers do. I can't even, I, I legitimately feel bad for him. Um, I will choose not to donate to his deal, but if you do, more power to you.
1: Plus you'll be joining quite a roster of people that have donated money. Yeah. Including Chris Jericho, among others. Yep. Ugh. Um. If anybody out there... Come on, they can't... <clears throat> the people that think that you can't get hurt wrestling is like, dude, wait till you're old enough where you slept wrong and your back's fucked for a week. Yeah. Which is not that old. <laughs> ask, uh, ask Joey Image
0: about that. You know, and he was a weekend warrior guy. He's like, dude, there are days I felt like I was 60 trying to get out of bed. Um, If anybody out there was a fan of bar wrestling, Joey Ryan has said he's going to be taking his YouTube channel down. He's going to try to clean up some of his content. So if anybody out there was a fan, get out there and watch your shit now. Because you're pretty much looking at the end of bar wrestling. And I know people out there liked it, so. I heard it was actually very good. And you got really good people in all the time. All right, so what do you think of the, uh, the list of banned images in the Thunderdome?
1: I mean, it seems like the list of things that would be banned.
0: Right. No AEW, Impact, New Japan. And then the names of the people are great. Enzo Amore, which I got a kick out of being the first one on the list. Cody Rhodes, who got his last name back.
1: But he won't use it on
0: television. Nope. Marty Scroll, The Young Bucks, Chris Benoit, CM Punk, Jim Cornette, Alberto El Patron, Ryback. Basically, all people who either work for rival companies, are outspoken against their product, or are just scumbags in general.
1: It's like a Marty Skrull, just because he's Booker, ROH, they're like that threatened? I, I guess so. If someone's going to go...
0: Oh, oh my god, what? you just... <laughs> I don't know what just happened. You okay. just broke up horribly. You went super robotic on me. You just... You went full-on robot there.
1: Yeah, apparently things have been... Going last couple of days for whatever reason. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, do you see the psychotic fan that got the replica AJ tattoo, including the dates of his children's birth? Yes. Can you guys just, like, not do that and not be that creepy? Uh, I don't know. I. Uh, that's. That's a little too much. A little too much, dog. A little too much. Uh, so let's, I don't know, let's talk. Is there anything actual positive to talk about? Uh, yeah. A lot of wrestlers have said, fuck it, and they're still doing Twitch and Cameo.
1: Almost all of them, actually.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, I'm, I am going to, to get political here for just a moment because this is relevant to it, but should Joe Biden take the presidency... Andrew Yang will be in his cabinet and he has already vowed to go after Vince McMahon. How do you think that's going to play out? Do you think that like Vince versus the government part two will work out in his favor? Cause it's not like, <clears throat> it's not like he's going to go to jail or anything for it, but basically the whole idea is they're going to be like, look, you put too much restraint on your wordage of independent contractor and, There's a lot of legality stuff that you're getting away with because nobody wants to challenge Jerry McDivitt. So you need to stop doing that. Do you think Vince will just comply or do you think that'll be a hill he's got to die on? And he will die on it. I think he will. I I think he will literally die on that hill. Now here's another question. Do you think Triple H would give a shit running the company if people do Cameo and Twitch and all that? I think he
1: cares less.
0: Like, significantly less?
1: Yeah. He probably didn't care at all. It's mostly his people that were doing it anyway, because they're the younger people that are hip with it. All right, so...
0: It's like, yeah, it's like his crew, his class. So... Yeah, I, I, I can, I, I get what you're saying, yeah. But, geez, like, I, I, I commend all these wrestlers for con, for just defying them and being like, no, screw it, because we're independent contractors. And if it's under our real name, you, you have no control over that. And, yeah, you might lose some people while they still attempt to rediscover you, but you're going to get your audience back.
1: Well, now you have even more devoted fans, and, and more as in the level of devotion, not number of fans
0: necessarily. Correct. So, yeah, doing all the uh, wishing the all luck there. Um, Kylie Ray, smiley Kylie Ray has not been in a good place mentally lately. I know she struggled with some of that stuff. And, uh, she announced today or yesterday as we record this, that she is no longer a pro wrestler. So she has decided to step away from the business and really to take care of herself. So,
1: and I'm hoping it's not just convenient that she did this right after Patreon pay period. Hmm. Because that's rather... I'm going to say that's sus.
0: A little sus there, you think? A little sus. Yeah, you were looking kind of... But kinda, I hope she gets help she needs. You were looking kind of sus last weekend.
1: It is a little sus, but... Uh, things, a lot of things that are inconvenient happen at convenient times. <laughs> and vice versa? <laughs> So, I will give her a benefit of the doubt, but there is a little sus there.
0: I would like to give her a benefit of the doubt as well, because, <clears throat> Cause, you know, like, it's a, if it's a mental health thing, then she may not have been completely... Uh, may not have been a completely like cognitive decision that like, she didn't recognize the timing. So, but we'll see. And you know what, if that is a little sus, then don't be on her patron anymore. So, you know, those things, but again, we wish her well. I liked her. I thought she, I thought she had a, she had a a big upside career coming, but, uh, You know, you gotta take she gotta take care of herself. So, good luck to to uh, smiley smiley Kylie, Kaylee, Kylie, Ray, Ray, little Ray, little Ray, Ray, little Ray, Ray, little Ray, Ray.
1: Why is you make little Ray Ray number
0: (laughs) thirty? All right, Dan, what we got going on New Japan
1: this week? Tonight, which means I'm not watching it until like that, <laughs> because tomorrow's the stream. <laughs> yeah, we got it.
0: Extra life, so extra life only happens once a year. I mean, you can do it more than
1: once, but this also freaking desert Bus starts next Friday. It's oh, yeah. gonna be weird because they're gonna have to do it virtually for almost everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell uh tell tell the people, because we're gonna I wanna we'll obviously talk about this on the nerd table too, but tell people what Desert Bus is. In case anybody doesn't realize it. Well
1: you wanna know okay, so Desert Bus the game is uh pen and teller after uh some stupid politician said that video games should only be educational and not fun. They purposely made the <laughs> worst and most realistic game possible. Yeah, you drive a bus to
0: Vegas from... From
1: Tucson, from Arizona. Tucson, and,
0: and it's like exactly an
1: eight-hour drive. And then you get a point. You get one point. And the bus... But they can't make it so, like, you can just hold the button down and go... So the bus slightly, veers slightly to the one side. Right. So you're, so you're always can... having to correct... And it's just the most boring thing possible. So, fast forward all these years now, the people at Loading Ready Run, a group (laughs) of uh, comics, comedians, uh, improv people, and various other creatives out of Canada have been doing a telethon-like thing on Twitch and stuff. To for uh, child's play, which is like Extra Life but slightly different, and it's to help kids that are in hospitals have uh, games, and they're finding ways where games can be uh, therapeutic, as long along with just you know distracting and and giving them something to do when they're stuck in the hospital all the time. And they play for about a week and get millions of dollars for this charity. Oh, yeah, because
0: you have to play continuously. Because I think they said to get the 99 points, it takes... I think they said it takes, like, 27 days, right? If you want to...
1: It takes... You can get, like, three points a day, I think, if you do everything perfect. Yeah. So there's always someone driving, but that sounds all awful. But remember when I said they were, like, improvs and comedians and other various creatives right they make it they're very, doing very- that the The game is a very tiny window in the corner but the big part of your screen is them doing bits and acting out stuff and telling jokes and hanging out and stuff so and that goes nonstop, except for every day and a half i think they absolutely they have to shut down the stream because twitch makes you do that ah uh. Yeah, They have like a thing against streaming so much in a row so they will stop for like two minutes to turn it down and turn it back up. As a matter of fact, in this next week you might see them randomly pop up as online because they're doing tests. It's very fun. I watch
0: We're losing Dan again. And Now we're, we're awake, losing Dan awake, again. So I think I think we got Dan back.
1: We're losing you. We R.I.P. Yeah,
0: we were losing you again.
1: Peace. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I watch it every moment I'm awake during that week. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's definitely seems like definitely seems like a lot of fun, and they do a lot of good work. And they, you, like you said they raise a ton of money. So, yeah, that's something to check out, guys. But uh so yeah, oh, so
1: to, back to New Japan. Yeah, you have to
0: put <laughs> off Power Struggle, is what you were basically saying there.
1: Well, yeah, I'm putting off Power Struggle before we can do we can do our extra Life stream tomorrow. But I anyway, Power <laughs> Struggle is a packed show. We've got Yano defending his King of Pro Wrestling against Zack Sabre Jr. I remember. The King of Pro Wrestling has weird stipulations. This one is, there's going to be no corner pads. Hmm. So, no Yano messing with the pads, but that also means all the turnbuckles are exposed. That Uh,
0: That does sound actually kind of interesting. Also very dangerous.
1: Minoru Suzuki defends the Never Title against Shingo Takagi. Okada faces the Great Okan, the returning Tomoyuki Oka. Uh, Kenta is defending his U.S. title match certificate against Tanahashi. Kodabushi is defending his G1 Climax right for the title match at Wrestle Kingdom against Jay White. And then Naito is defending both titles against Evil. And that is this this coming morning. <laughs> I can tell you exactly when too. See here, this will be at three a.m. Eastern. This one that's happening. But
0: you're not going to stay up to watch it because you gotta. You gotta stream.
1: We gotta stream tomorrow.
0: We gotta help. We're gonna help the kids. That's fun. it'll be it'll be a ton of fun. It always is. And like I said, among us we had we had a great group last week. We had a bunch of community members in there including Danny Jackpot and Chev. Brian James Leone was playing with us. We had uh of course we had Eric from the Nerd Table and then his buddy Matt played with us for a little bit. And my coworker Brandon was playing with us as well. Alarize he he already vowed that he'll play again. He he and I were talking about it at work so much. I, every time I walk by him, I keep telling him he's looking sus. Whatever color shirt he's wearing. And now he's been wearing all black shirts. And I've been wearing all black shirts. So when I said black is looking awfully sus, he just looked at me and smiled. I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Black, that was so- the only time I won as the... Uh... As the imposter was when, he, was when he and I were the imposters together. Because we were able to... Uh, we were able to silently coordinate. Because as soon as I saw it was him, I was like, oh, I I have a feeling I know how he's going to do this. So I'm going to go along with it. And I ended up being correct, and we won. Then I also... My, my favorite mess-up was when... I came into the room and I saw somebody alone and I ran up and I killed them and then I realized he was there too. They were just they were like perfectly aligned on the screen. So I killed one person and realized he was there too and he immediately reported me and that's when I just I gave up at that point. I'm like I have literally no defense. Everybody just vote me out and let's try this again because I I fucked up bad.
1: No, so my favorite kill was when he was uh, your friend there was in the med, med scan. And I was in a vent, and I was like, pop out of that vent. He's going to see me, but he's in the middle of the scan. He can't move. He's going to know he died five seconds before he dies. Is that exactly what happened? Yes, it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the vent looking for somebody, and then he came in and was getting scanned, and that thing takes forever. I know. It's the easiest kill in the game. It's not like the one where you're doing, you're testing like the blood samples where it literally tells you to believe.
0: Man, we're losing you a lot tonight.
1: This one you just got to stand there and wait. You
0: have an internet issue. Hop out of the vent Because we're losing you quite a bit tonight. That's the third time you went robot on me. I mean, everything looks fine. Yeah, it is what it is. Remember this is a free show. Could be my internet too, I have no freaking idea. I might reset it before we record the patron show. But uh but yeah, so that's we're gonna be playing Among Us. I had like a whole plan and I made it a big announcement and everything, and then after that Among Us stream I'm like, that's all I wanna play now. Cause the other thing would have required a lot of setting up and taking down everything. So, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to go with that. And, uh, I also, I know you got quite a bit of donations, which is pretty cool. And I finally got my first donations. In fact, let me, you'll, you'll
1: probably get donations during, I got my <coughs> donations yeah. three weeks before it.
0: So <laughs> I did get, I, I did get a $5 donation that I can say thank you to. I did get an anonymous donor who donated 25, which is really cool. <laughs> Uh, that kind of sucks that I can't actually um, thank them personally for that. But, you know, still, it is still very much appreciated. And we'll do we'll do the thank you spots when we do the stream here.
1: Um, Plus, yeah. I'm looking forward to saying, like, white is sus. But you know what isn't sus is donating to kids that are in uh Oh, yeah, various, exactly. Various... <laughs> we can have a ton of fun with that. A little sus. That was the other. You know what's not sus is donating to Extra Life and helping kids that are stuck in hospitals. That was the other. That was the other fun that I was having with it too.
0: Was uh, when I was um, uh, at work, Brandon will always come up to me and go, "Chris," and he like does like that long, that elongated hissing noise for the to emphasize the s. And then finally, when we started playing Among Us, I went up to him and I'm like, you know what, buddy? You're looking a little sus. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh. Is that what we're doing now? I'm like, yeah, that's what we're freaking doing. You're damn right that's what we're doing. All right. Anything more to say before we move on to our favorite game and do our quick little shout-outs here?
1: Uh, ponies on parade.
0: <clears throat> okay. So thank you to Glenn, Jeff, Jay, Adrian, Randy, and everybody who contributes to our patron. Halloween Havoc 98 will be for you this week. Oh, and that was last week. I'm reading last week's notes. Survivor Series 1990 will be for you this week. Enjoy it. We got stuff to say. Trust me.
1: And bonus rap video.
0: Yes. Bonus rap video. Plus, uh, Dan will get to choose a video for us to enjoy. Because I picked... Uh, last week, I, I picked a bonus, too. We did the Ghostbusters video. Mm-hmm. Which was so much fun. You ready, Chris? Yeah, let's do my my last regular game on a regular episode.
1: The game is wrestling opinions that Chris totally has. Oh yeah, these are totally,
0: totally real, 100% accurate opinions. Hashtag sarcasm. And you, like I understand that since we're moving the game we're going to lose a lot of players, but I really want to encourage you guys cuz I know we didn't get a big turnout on this. I really want to encourage you guys to to keep playing on the Nerd Table because I know you guys enjoy this game.
1: Plus you're going to help lead the way for new players. Exactly. Could
0: actually double our regular players within the first couple weeks.
1: Perhaps. Our first wrestling opinion that Chris totally has is Sasha Banks isn't even good looking.
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, as I as I look up at my poster of her on the wall, her looking down at me, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, that is totes a real opinion. Points.
1: Points. Is- uh katie vick gets him hot does she show me what she's got yeah
0: i noticed that was a big topic this week because people were bringing i saw the uh, other thing in the in the group somebody did a couple's costume as kane and katie vick and i thought that was fucking hysterical it's funny so katie vick ended up being topical otherwise i can't imagine that she would have been mentioned in this game at all uh yeah yeah I'm totally into dead chicks and or mannequins. You got it. Points. I like how it was an and or as if a dead person and a mannequin could be the same
1: thing. I mean, maybe. I guess. Your next thing you totally believe is that Kevin Dunn is a visionary.
0: (laughs) We're going to do this uh, this Legends event here in, uh, in St. Louis and bring out all the, the St. Louis Legends, but no one's going to know who they are. God damn you, Kevin Dunn. I fucking hate you. I just fall over and burst into fucking flames. Oh, I heard another one that, that made me laugh. Apparently, Kevin Dunn was convinced that nobody was going to know that Chainsaw Charlie was Terry Funk in Madison Square Garden. He actually believed that. Fucking dull. Yeah, that's points, because I totally believe Kevin Dunn's a visionary.
1: Well, maybe the uh actor.
0: Dude, when they when they uh um when they put that whole first season of Tough Enough up on uh on the network, I remember watching it just being like Dude, I got to relive the first ever Tough Enough. And I remember, I didn't know who the hell Kevin Dunn was back then. And I remember he pops up and I'm like, oh God, that's Kevin Dunn. And then I see him, I see the teeth. I'm like, oh my God, it's true. He really does have Bucky Beaver teeth. They weren't making it up.
1: My favorite slash least favorite part of the first Tough Enough was when Triple H showed up. And he just starts... Yammering on and on, he's like, Tell that to my good friend, Darren Drostoff, who's crippled. And then after that, the guy that was going to totally win quits.
0: Yep. I remember that.
1: What do you think you're going to do? Get laid? <laughs> How about. Joey Styles is a poor man's Mike Adamley. Oh, you mother... Fu- oh, oh,
0: that's an earmark. You <laughs> son of a bitch. You son Joey of a bitch. Joey Styles one of
1: my top three commentators of all time.
0: I, I, wish, I wish I had ripped it off of YouTube when it was still up there because it's, it's been gone for years now. But somebody had made that Mike Adamley botch video. It was just a collection of all the things that Mike Adam Lee botched. Where he calls him, was it, it was a Sheldon Benjamin, Mike the Miz. You know, there was like the obvious ones like Jeff Harvey, but like then they threw in all the little ones too. And then, you know, Jamaican Me Crazy Kofi, where he starts getting all the catchphrases in. Oh my, dude, Dan, you know what we're going to watch for a future patron episode of Raw, right? We're going mm-hmm. back. We're going to go Adam, fi- We are going to go find some Mike Adamley Ross.
1: An Adamley original.
0: I think he did uh, ECW too. WWE CW. But yeah, we're going to we're going to go so find nice. We're going to go find some Mike Adamley stuff.
1: But he was also GM for a bit on one oh, of the shows. God, I remember that too.
0: Yeah, we're 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 totally going back and doing that. Or we can just watch
1: that very first show where he says Matt Harvey. I mean, that's Jeff the Harvey. Royal Rumble. Yeah,
0: that's the Royal Rumble that I was at. That actually is on the list of stuff we are going to be watching because I was is that at the that first Royal one. Rumble. Is that the Royal Rumble
1: where it was the first HD show?
0: Yes, yes, it was. Snooka and Piper. Now they're both RIP. And also, Big Daddy V was in there. RIP. Yeah, that was the uh, the big Cena comeback where nobody saw it coming because he wasn't
1: supposed to be back until SummerSlam
0: that yep. year. Yep, it was also Ric Flair's last ever match at Madison Square Garden, and we all knew it, so we gave him a big standing ovation afterwards. And we got Michael Buffer doing the the ring introductions.
1: Yeah, when well, his name isn't Shawn Michaels, his name is just the Heartbreak, Heartbreak
0: Kid. Kid. <clears throat> Yep. Yeah, so whoever submitted this, fuck you. You get an earmark. Poor man's mic
1: Jim Cornette has provided nothing to the history of wrestling. Yeah, that's points.
0: Dude, you know what? Even the... I I love... I can understand 100% being a Cornette hater. I get it. 100%. I get it. Just because I'm on his side doesn't mean I understand why you're not on his side. But these people who are just like, well, he's just not relevant anymore. Like, he's actually one of the smartest minds in wrestling still currently today. Between him and Jim Ross and even even Bruce Prichard, even though he is a, a yes man. Like, these guys are all fucking brilliant when it comes to wrestling and the intricacies of it. And, and you know who's not brilliant? Fucking Vince McMahon and Tony Khan. Get over it. Be a hater all you want, but don't fucking call him irrelevant. But that's points.
1: He believes that Joey Janela is the best-trained wrestler currently. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Totally believe that. Gotta love a guy who self-trains and yet somehow gets booked. You know what? And I've, I've said this before. I could forgive it if he, like, attended seminars or went back and got proper training, but he never did. So every promoter who's ever booked him can get fucked. Fuck him. But points.
1: You're not at the Chase Owens.
0: Ah, oh, well. It is what it is.
1: Impact was better when it was run by Dixie Carter. <laughs> I mean, the in-ring talent was always
0: good, but let's observe the other shit that she did. Do you know what Impact all of Impact's worst shit was when she put all of her fucking faith in Vince Russo. Jesus Christ. And as soon as Russo left, Impact's product went up exponentially, and then he came back and it went downhill again. Yeah. Fuck
1: that. Points. Pointies. Fuck that point. <clears throat> Chris Jericho is absolutely overrated and deserves none of his accolades. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, them's fighting words.
0: <laughs> them's fighting words right there, but you get points.
1: Jericho's the GOAT.
0: You know what? He... It's so hard. A lot of people will be very... very hesitant about putting Jericho... At at a lot of those tops of those lists when you really analyze it, but think about this who else could play a comedic babyface, a serious babyface, a comedic heel, a serious heel? He can have excellent matches, he can do excellent comedy spots, he does everything with everyone, works with everyone, can get a good match out of anyone. How many other people in all of wrestling history can you honestly say that about? You can never say Bret Hart did good comedy. You can never say that Shawn Michaels was a super serious badass as a heel, because he fucking wasn't. He was a goofball all the time. You can't, you know, you could say it about an Eddie Guerrero. You could say it about Kurt Angle.
1: Right? Right? Who else can you honestly say all that about? And Jericho's been doing it for 30 years and it's <clears throat> been on yeah. top for 20 of them.
0: Seriously, yeah. He rose to the... I mean, he was less than 10 years into his professional career and he had achieved his dream and was in the WWF after getting worldwide notoriety in WCW. You want to know how bad this company is? We're giving the belt to Jericho! Another one of my favorite Jericho stories. That's how he found out he was going to be champion.
1: Jericho found out he was going to be world champ, and then his night was. And then his night, he won the title about what happened that night.
0: Oh, yeah. He locks himself out of his hotel room and get ends up just stuck with a cold Domino's pizza. Yeah.
1: It's
0: actually a really funny story.
1: Jericho yeah, is... He tells a story about because he gets locked out and he has to... And then we can't just let you in without your ID. And he's like, but that's in my room too. And I'm like, I'll tell you there's a world heavyweight championship in that room.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But that's how it worked. Like that's how it works at hotels. If you, if you, you lock yourself out of your room and you can't provide ID, then you describe what's in the room and we let you in. Like, tell me what's in the room. So I know as soon as I walk in, or I'm going to let you into the room and i'm going to come in with you and you're going to show me your id immediately like it's really not that difficult it's pretty it is a pretty funny story though and you know what i don't agree with some of jericho's like personal opinions of things in real life and i do get kind of annoyed with how defensive he gets about the stuff that he does like the football field match where he's like well you just hate wrestling if you didn't think that was good which is kind of a kind of a bullshit way of doing it but you know what? The dude can do anything, so he d- absolutely deserves his accolades. Fuck you for this opinion. Points.
1: Well, it's your opinion, so I guess fuck yourself.
0: Fuck my. Fuck me. Fuck you, no. Fuck me, pal.
1: R- his favorite shit. wrestler is Baron Corbin.
0: Oh, it sure is. Good old fucking sad belly dipshit. Dude, actually, because I don't watch the current product anymore, is he even still wrestling?
1: I. I mean, I think so.
0: I mean, he's clearly not like uh, he's he's clearly not um, re- like on top of doing anything because otherwise I'd be hearing about him. But I just I haven't heard that name in months, so I don't even know. Yeah, you got me. Totally, my favorite wrestler. Points.
1: There you go. Penultimate entry. Chris totally marks out for the dick spot from Joey Ryan.
0: Sad part is, I think I did the first time I saw it. And now I think it's like the stupidest thing ever. And uh, once I learned more about Joey Ryan and the fact that he was doing it because he wanted people to fondle him, I realized that that guy could go fuck himself. So yes, that's points.
1: And our final entry... Independent wrestling shows are terrible.
0: Yeah, man. Points.
1: Well, he only had one earmark.
0: Well, that's your winner, that Mike Adamly entry, motherfucker. So, who who am I pissed at this week?
1: You are pissed at Dan Dahl.
0: You son of a
1: bitch for saying that. That was a that was a good one.
0: That was yeah, that's a. Uh, that is insulting that those words are even together. <laughs> Alrighty. That's uh that's a wrap, isn't it? Send me them uh them entries. I got I got a lot of work to do updating that shit.
1: With one game left to go.
0: I, know, I think I think I wanna do a grand finale game.
1: Oh, on the special finale?
0: Yeah, and where we all we all agree to we all agree on points. I, I think I do want to do a special grand finale show with like opportunities to get lots of points. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think so.
1: We might need to double check with our guests now that there's only <laughs> like a
0: week until then. Yeah, we're gonna have guests on that show.
1: Totally are. You're going to have to pry me away from watching Desert Bus for that show.
0: You're giving up a lot of your streaming stuff to dedicate yourself to podcasting. <laughs> well, oh, have it happens once a year, Chris. Yeah. And this grand finale show only happens once in a
1: lifetime. Actually, I'll, I'll just have it on silent in the...
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can, I guess um, you can blah, do that blah, blah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do that Alright guys, that's gonna wrap up this week's show Next week's show will be our final regular episode just like this one and then we will do a grand finale for the 380th episode with special guests and other surprises in store we hope you will all tune in and that one will probably be a really long episode. I'm giving up a lot of my Saturday times for you guys between a stream and this, but enjoy. Anything to add or are we uh we wrapping up?
1: Uh the ponies were on parade, but they were uh riding elephants. <laughs>
0: Alright, and uh, I am planning on starting Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. More coming on the nerd table about that.
1: So yeah, keep checking out. Maybe I'll watch it now too, because I just finished.
0: Plus, you can watch it in order. So I don't have to look up how to watch it. Alright guys, that's going to wrap it up. We'll see you next week for our final regular episode, and then we'll see you in two weeks The big ol' grand finale on two weeks, yeah. And it will be next week. Because my birthday is coming up and I got all that time off so I don't mind giving up my Saturday for podcasting because I'll still have three more days to enjoy for my weekend. Big ol' happy birthday to my... That wraps it up, guys. See you next time.